Oh yes, it's time again. We're doing it again. Another show, another episode. Here we go, three, two, one. Advocates, welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Claim Show. Jesus keeps riding up. I'm your host, Vince Perry, licensed and certified public adjuster in the state of Florida, also in the state of California, and soon to be Texas. Today, I'm making a video based on a message that I received from somebody on Facebook. Uh, let's get right into it. The message reads, what is your personal approach dealing with and communicating with insurance adjusters, independent adjusters? Your demeanor, whether or not you yell at them or any time, or if you're just completely nice to them all the time from the beginning to the end. In my office, I have seen some of the seasoned adjusters be either very cold, super chill, or mean aggressive towards adjusters or their experts during inspections. Um, yeah, so I, I, I found that interesting. I found that's a, that's definitely a topic right up my alley. I feel like in the 12 years that I've been a public adjuster, I've, I've dealt with pretty much every single kind of personality that you could pretty much deal with. Uh, more often than not, the experience is pleasant, but there are times where you have to you have to act certain ways that you wouldn't normally act. For me personally, it's really not in my personality to overreact and get super upset, but sometimes you have to defend yourself. You have to stand your ground. If somebody's being disrespectful, you have to, I think you have to sort of let them know, you know, and there's several ways that you can go about this, several ways that you can do this. Um, so I think it's funny because when he says that he's seen all kinds of reactions from the adjusters in his office, I mean, yeah, that's totally it. Some adjusters being very cold, Super chill, that's two separate things, but cold and super chill are actually complete opposites. Uh, mean and aggressive, um, so, you know, let's get right to it. So uh, the first thing I'd like to talk about is, more often than not, like I said, you will have a good experience, especially with the field adjusters. When you meet a field adjuster, I don't know how it is around the country, but in Florida, most of the times the field adjusters do not make the coverage decision. So they're kind of just out there being an estimator. They're kind of just out there just being the eyes in the claim. They're kind of just out there basically doing what you do uh, without the desk portion of it. So they go out and they take photos, they inspect the loss, and they put an estimate together and they gather documentation and they put their report together, they send it to the desk adjuster and that's pretty much it. They don't really hear about it ever again. So most of those guys, they don't have any emotion in these in these claims. They're not making any coverage decision. They're just there, they're not, they're not, they, they don't know what's gonna happen to the client, whether they put build it back, whether they get the money or, or, or not. So it doesn't really matter to them. So most of the guys that we meet out there for the initial inspection, and even for some reinspections, they're just going out there to look at the at the damage, inspect the loss, put a report together, and send it in. Most of those guys are super nice. That doesn't mean that they're always nice, okay? And we'll get there. Uh, the other ones that are a little bit more difficult to deal with, and if you're a desk adjuster and you're watching this video, I'm sorry to say, but a lot of times, I'd say, I don't wanna say 75% of the time, but somewhere between 50 and 75% of the time, you guys can be very difficult. Um, 
I don't know what it is. Uh, I, I guess I think it's because when you get that phone call or when you give that phone call to the public adjuster, maybe you think that the public adjuster is always going to be aggressive, combative, and, and stand their ground and, and be difficult. But I know for me, whenever I call or whenever I speak to a desk adjuster, it tends to be a little awkward sometimes. So one of my things that I'm going to say here is I always try to be super nice right off the bat. Just try to be as kind as possible. I try to be sympathetic with what they're sort of going through. Uh, frankly, you know, they may be upset that they're calling a public adjuster who is, you know, I've gotten calls from desk adjusters while I was out happy hour having a glass of wine with my wife. You know, and they might not be very happy about the fact that they're still in a cubicle having to make their phone calls before the night's up, um, you know, working inside of a fluorescent fluorescent room the entire time so you know they might be a little bit upset about that but back to the matter is is step number one in dealing with these difficult adjusters and I'm gonna give you step number one to about I got seven seven things and it's gonna go from trying your basically every step is trying to handle the situation, handle the situation accordingly. But you might get to a point where you can no longer do that and there is a step for that as well. So step number one I will tell you is always start off nice. Always start off respectful. More often than not, the respect and the kindness will be reciprocated. So as much as you can, especially as soon as I meet an adjuster out in the field, it's like, hey, what's going on? How are you doing? A lot of times now I've seen these guys before, but even if it's the first time I see an adjuster, I act the exact same way. It's like, hey, what's going on? How are you? You have to understand that the adjusters that you're meeting out there, they've got a similar life as you. They're going out, they're seeing damage, they're writing estimates, they're taking photos, they're dealing with insurance claims. So right off the bat, you've got a lot in common with these people because they're out in the field and they're out there looking at the house or the building or whatever it is. So try to get along with them as much as possible. It really doesn't make a difference, I'll tell you what, on their report or what it's going to be. Maybe it does, but most likely it won't. But just so that it's a smoother situation, you don't get aggravated, you don't get that heart rate racing, start off super, super nice and just be as kind as possible. I'm gonna say the same will go for the desk adjusters. Start off super nice, start off very respectful. I always ask them how their day is going, you know, what's what's life like, you know, how's life for you in the, in the trenches of dealing with these adjusters and dealing with these claims. I know it could be difficult, relate to them a little bit. With the desk adjuster, you know, maybe it does make a difference in how it's gonna go. Like I said, more often than not, it really doesn't. All it does is make a difference in your sanity. So be kind, be respectful, both field adjusters and desk adjusters so that you can hopefully get that in return. Don't judge, okay? So try to understand what the other person is going through. If, so if you get that combativeness from a desk adjuster, Right off the bat, I try not to judge. I try to understand what they're going through. Like I said before, fact of the matter is, is they're working inside of a cubicle. They're working under fluorescent lights all day. They're working nine to five schedule. I did it. I worked for State Farm uh, for just over a year back in the day before I was a public adjuster. I was on a schedule. You know, I had to work. I had to work the phones at a certain time. I had to work the calendars at a certain time. I had to take a break at a certain time. I had to go to lunch at a, at a certain time. It, it could be difficult. A lot of people complaining all the time about things are going. I'm not saying if you're a desk adjuster watching this that this is what you're going through, but I'm trying to put myself in your shoes to understand you know, why you might be upset, why you might be having a difficult day, so let's try to get along. But unfortunately, 
more often than not that doesn't work to kind of upset already to begin with uh, when it comes to a, a desk adjuster same thing just try try not to judge try to understand that you just in their personal life they might be having a difficult day let them do their job try not to get into it um, one thing I will tell you when it comes to a desk adjuster uh, this is some good advice is like I said they're not making a coverage decision so if, if it starts off already a little combative Okay, I like to tell them right off the bat, look, we're not here to argue, we're not here to negotiate, we're not here to make a coverage decision. So do me a favor, do what you have to do, take your photos, take your estimate, and leave. Get it over with, because if not, I'm gonna get to this, but it's just gonna extend the process even more. So, you know, if you just feel that a little bit, you don't even have to say that unless it gets to that point, but just back off, okay? Let them do their job, and that's it walk away. Uh, if they start asking questions to the insured nastily, well then you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to let him know or her know what the situation is and how that can't happen. Um, so number three is relate to the person, uh, especially since you're in the same industry. Like I said, right off the bat, I get out of the truck and I tell them what's going on? What's new in the industry? How was the association meeting the other day? How was the, uh, you know, how was the, the workshop the other day? Uh, continue education. I don't know. You can think of a bunch of stuff, but you know, relate to the person as much as you can. You can do the exact same thing with the desk adjuster. So give that a shot, relate to them. Hopefully that'll help. My favorite thing, is number four is get to under get them to understand that you have a common interest and I've said this in my negotiating video negotiating video right here uh, get them to understand that you have a common interest okay and what that common interest is is the insured is the policyholder is the homeowner is the building owner these are the person you're trying to get back on their feet they are going through a difficult time they may not have a roof they may have a water leak they may be missing floors all of these things but get them to understand that both of you actually have the same common interest and it's not the insurance company it's not the policyholder against each other try them to understand the reason for insurance is to help the insured and the policyholder get back to their feet after they suffer a loss if you could remind them of that, especially with the desk adjusters, you have to tell them, look, I have an estimate for $100,000. Your estimate's at 50. I want you to understand that $50,000 is not going to get them back to where they need to be. I wouldn't have an estimate for 100,000 if it were true. I'm willing to take some stuff off of my estimate, but just understand that my estimate is what it is. My common interest with you is the is the the policyholder. Let's see what we can do to work together to make sure that our common interest, the policyholder gets back on their feet. So find a common interest and in my opinion, common interest is always the policyholder. Uh, you also have a common goal. I mean, again, this goes for the, especially with the desk adjuster. Frankly, if you're just starting out and you, when you eventually, when you start signing a bunch of claims, let me tell you something, your goal is to get it off your desk. You want to get that thing settled as soon as possible. Frankly, it's great for the policyholder, but it's good for you because the sooner the policyholder gets paid, the sooner you get paid. So make sure that you, that you that you do that that you get that that you get that done. Uh, try to get the claim you know moving. So your common goal, really, uh, besides the common interest of the policyholder, your common goal is to get that claim settled, man. So let's go. Let's work together to try to do this together. Um, 
Trust your instincts, that's number six. Trust your instincts, so just make sure that, you know, what your gut tells you, if you feel that it's just not going well and it continues to go down a path that is just not up to your standards or it's just not, it's just not going well and it's just getting ugly, it's getting nasty, trust your instincts before it gets any worse because I know I have felt it, it just gets, it just gets, sort of more and more heated with every phone call or with every minute that that adjuster's at the house and, and, and trust your instincts and act on it quickly. And here's how you act. Number seven, when all else fails, okay? If you are at a, if you are at the home and you are doing the field inspection, if all else fails and they continue to be disrespectful and they continue to act rude, then you need to make sure that you ask that adjuster to leave the house. Tell them to stop the inspection right there and ask the adjuster to leave. And you could tell them that what you're gonna do is you're gonna contact the supervisor and you're gonna have the claim reassigned. You don't have to get upset. You could look just like this when you do it. Uh, chances are you're not going to, because I know even now to this day, blood starts boiling a little bit because you're just upset about the way the whole situation is going. Do number one through six because if we get to this point where you need to ask the adjuster to leave, well, what are we doing? All we're doing is extending the claim, which gets away from our goal is to close this claim soon because you're going to have to contact the, uh, the supervisor. You're going to have to get the claim reassigned. You're going to have to inspect the property again. You're going to have to go out to the property. It just extends everything a little bit longer. So, you know, make sure that... Um, Make sure that you try everything you can to avoid this. But if all else fails, if that's where it ends up, then you have to ask the adjuster to leave the house immediately. If your insured is there at the time, hopefully he or she will understand the situation and how it has sort of escalated. I know in every single time that it's happened to me, and it's happened about a handful of times, I know that every time the, adjust, the, the homeowner's been on my side. Uh, because you're there for them and you've already built that bond with that person at least a little bit and you could they already could see that the tension is rising and it's very simple because technically there's what i tell them i have a contract lor with the policyholder right here this gives me the right to kick you out of this house in regards to this claim whenever i want if they want to tell you that that's not true that the homeowner has to ask me to leave very simple Turn to the homeowner and say, you've seen what has been going on throughout this entire inspection. Do you give me permission to ask him to leave this house? 100%, I'm 10 for 10 so far. 100, batting, batting 1,000 so far. They completely agree and we ask them to leave. That's it. Immediately after, you call the insurance company as soon as possible because you don't want them to get maybe their story first. Call the insurance company as soon as possible. Explain to them the situation in detail as much as possible and demand that the claim gets reassigned. That's it, all right? I mean, we, in the industry, we say that we kick them out of the house. I'm trying to be politically correct and say it in a nice way, but frankly, yeah, you have to kick, you have to kick that person out of the house because it's just, it's just not happening the way you want it to happen. Uh, I had a claim that was very similar. Um, I was running late and I told this adjuster that I was going to be running late and right off the bat, right off the phone, attitude started. So I knew where this was going. As soon as I got, I went, I got out of the car, I promise you, I got out with the most positive attitude I could possibly go because I knew he was already getting upset. It didn't help. He kept getting upset. Throughout the entire inspection, he got upset. I went with the, you know what, do your thing and you just go ahead and do your, and do your inspection. Uh, when we got to the point where he wanted to take a piece of wood floor, he ripped it up. That's when I told him, you're gonna leave that there and you're gonna leave the house immediately. Insured was there, completely understood, totally agreed. Yes, please leave the property immediately. 
To make a long story short, I did obviously everything that I said, complained to everyone, we had the claim reassigned, we eventually resolved it, claim actually went okay. I just ran into that adjuster again the other day. And he's like, oh yeah, he's like, the last time we, I didn't know who he was on the phone, he's like, last time we met, you know, it didn't go so well, but I wanna put all that behind us. And then I remembered who it was, and I said, brother, I'm totally with you, we put it all behind us. That's not the way we should be handling it, because I, I, like I keep trying to tell you, all of us are in the same insurance claim game. We might be playing on dis different sides of the fence, but we're still in this game together. So I think it's much better that we all get along. When it comes to a desk adjuster, you have to do the exact same thing. If you cannot get through, the, through, through to the person, if you're trying your best, and this is coming from somebody who I always genuinely try to find the best in people. Um, if you're trying your best to just find the best in that person and not complain and not get into an argument, but it just continues to get back to an argument and you continue to get back to the same place, well then you know what? You have to tell that adjuster, I'm not speaking to you anymore. Please connect me to your supervisor. If they, if they resist, if they refuse, you continue to just ask. I'm not gonna speak with you. I'm not gonna negotiate with you anymore. You've been very disrespectful. I can't have a normal conversation with you or a normal negotiation with you. I need to speak to your supervisor. Explain to the supervisor the exact same situation. Sometimes supervisors are a little bit defensive. That's when you need to put everything in writing in an email and send it and send everything in the email. Either one of two things are gonna happen. The claim will get reassigned to someone else or the supervisor will speak with the adjuster and the next time that you speak with the adjuster, the adjuster will be much more kind and much more willing to speak like a normal human. But you need to stand your ground. I guess that will be number eight. You have to stand your ground. When all else fails and you've tried everything, um, you need to stand your ground and you need to do what's right. Uh, because at the end of the day, um, you, need to, you need to hold them accountable for their wrongdoing or their ways of acting. And I'm sure there's a ton of public adjusters that I'm sure a, a desk adjuster could be sitting right here at the desk like I am. And I'm sure they could say the exact same thing about public adjusters and how to handle them. So I'm not saying that they're not. But me, I'm the kind of person, I try to pride myself on integrity and... Um, and, uh, and my word, and I want to try to make sure that I treat everybody equally with respect right off the bat. If the second that they do not want that respect anymore, then you have to stand your ground and you have to stand up for yourself. So always remember that. But that's how you deal with these nasty adjusters. It happens. I mean, you deal with nasty people all the time. To help me to prepare for this presentation, I just did how to deal with nasty people. And I got some good tips because it's the same on dealing with nasty adjusters. So I think I forgot to say, Follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, follow me on LinkedIn too. All right, I'm on there, posting all kinds of stuff. Um, make sure you subscribe to the channel. All right, always subscribe. Um, <clears throat> the more we got, the better it is, and the more I can get pretty cool tips like like I just got from uh, from a desk or from a desk from a public adjuster uh, through Facebook. So. That's pretty much it. That's all I got. I usually like to get straight to the point and that was it. It's how to deal with difficult adjusters. It's going to happen. It's going to happen pretty often, especially when you're just starting out. Uh, because I'm guessing now after I've been doing this for as long as I have, you probably just get off with just a little bit of confidence that they know that you've been, that this is not your first rodeo. But I remember, I remember like it was yesterday, my first year of being a public adjuster. When you don't know what the hell what the hell you're doing, it could be a little awkward. So if you have any questions, please feel free message me anytime. Email me, Facebook message, Instagram message, LinkedIn message, YouTube message, whatever it is. Uh, I pride myself on trying to be as responsive as possible to all of your questions. And yeah, message me anytime. I think that's pretty much it. Subscribe, do all this. 
like the channel, like the page on Facebook, that's cool. And that's pretty much it. All right, see you later. Peace out.